Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now, first at four. At first at four, a week after a deadly hit and run outside of McKinley High School, plans are in the works to make the streets safer, starting with speed homes on Kapi'olani Boulevard. Eddie Dowd was at a news conference with community leaders this afternoon and joins us live with the details. Eddie. Mark, this is the intersection where Sarah Yara was killed while she was trying to get to school Wednesday morning. Today, her mom, Chevy Yara, tells me that coming changes are a step in the right direction. Now, Kapiolani Boulevard falls under city and county jurisdiction. The city will partner with the Department of Transportation to put in the two speed humps in the area Sarah was hit. DOT Director Ed Sniffen says they could be installed by late April. It comes after a rally was held on Sunday with Sarah's mom and top state officials calling on improvements to pedestrian safety in the area. Some drivers have concerns it will slow traffic flow, but advocates say it's worth it. Definitely will slow traffic down. Um, I'm a driver myself. I'm always in a rush. But you know, to think about it, is it really worth it to save five to ten seconds um, for, for your rush and it could potentially ruin some life? I think the five to ten seconds slowing down in front of a crosswalk or when you see pedestrian, it's so worth it. It's someone's life and it's also your own life. The city will also add two raised pedestrian crosswalks outside McKinley High School on Pensacola Street in the coming months. The DOT started installing the traffic devices in 2019 in Kalihi. So far, more than 75 have been installed throughout the state. According to the DOT, it costs around $120,000 for each speed hump and raised crosswalk to be installed. We're also told work on the red light project will begin on Monday, and this will allow the city and state to have video surveillance at this stoplight here at the intersection where Sarah was killed. Reporting in Honolulu, Eddie Dowd, Hawaii News Now. Eddie, thank you. This morning, another tragedy on Oahu's roads. A man is dead after a crash in Wahiawa. It happened around 5.30 this morning on California Avenue. Police said the 70-year-old man was wearing a seatbelt when he veered off the road and collided into a wooden telephone pole. The cause is under investigation. In just the last hour, the Honolulu City Council approved a multi-million dollar settlement for four people injured in a crash involving police officers. The $4.5 million settlement will be split between four passengers in a car that was being chased in Makaha in September 2021. All were seriously injured. Now, there are still two more lawsuits pending for the other two people in the vehicle. An Oahu grand jury has indicted Laie attempted murder suspect Hoku Okalani Patak for first-degree attempted murder and other charges. The 39-year-old is accused of attacking HPD Corporal Nakia Newton during a traffic stop last Thursday and then stealing his police car. Patak is being held at OCCC on $1 million bail. If convicted of attempted murder of a police officer, he faces life in prison without the possibility of parole. Lon Maui, after eight months of contract negotiations, nearly 500 unionized hospital workers are now on strike. Our Chelsea Davis reports from the picket line. 
I'm outside Kula Hospital where workers have walked off the hospital floor and onto the picket line. They've been here since 6 o'clock this morning and they tell me they will be out here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for however long it takes to come to a conclusion. Now this demonstration is similar to one happening in Wailuku in front of Maui Memorial Medical Center as well as one happening on Lanai in front of the Lanai Community Hospital. These are United Public Workers members and they include nurses, aides, respiratory therapists, cooks, housekeepers and much more. A total of approximately 500 members. They've been in contract negotiations for about eight months now. Hospital officials told Told us in a statement that they are disappointed, but they do have a contingency plan in place to minimize disruptions. All three locations are still open and scheduled procedures and appointments will continue. Reporting from Kula, Chelsea Davis, Hawaii News Now. Uh, to weather now, let's give you a look outside. Our shot looking at Hilo Bay as gray skies rolling in. Uh, Hilo typically rainy, but uh, we are tracking the forecast and what it could hold on this Wednesday looking ahead to the weekend. Jen. Uh, Non-stop rain has been the story, but things are slowing down in intensity, but we're still seeing on and off showers. Also to add into the mix, a first alert heads up, strong winds, especially through Waimea on Hawaii Island. We have a wind advisory there and we're tracking a scattered showers across the state and mostly drought free with all of the rain that we've been getting. High surf advisory is up also for east facing shores with the elevated swell energy from the trade winds. And notice as we step on through the wind future cast, we'll see more reds on the map, especially over the weekend. So blustery conditions taking over gusts exceeding 30 to 40 miles per hour in many spots. We already have a small craft advisory for all of the islands, so we will be tracking some big changes in the next couple of days. The seven day forecast shows it all. All the wind icons there into next week. I'll take a deeper look at that coming up shortly, but let's first check in with first alert traffic with Jonathan. And happy Wednesday to you. Wednesday hop day, a few more days before Aloha Friday. Hang in there, I know you can make it. As we begin our first look into traffic for this afternoon, take a look at our flow map there. On the H3, you see some red. Want to tell you about a hazardous condition going on right now. There is a stalled vehicle about a mile east of the Harano Tunnel. Now, it's not really blocking any lanes, but it is causing somewhat of a slowdown. As you can see right there, a tow truck is en route. HPD is on the scene, so I suggest you use an alternative route. You may want to think of the Like Like or the Pali Highway. So we want to show you the Like Like at Anoi. Look how well it's moving here. So if you want to avoid H3 altogether and get to the windward side via the Like Like or the Pali Highway, it's probably your best bet. Uh, HPD hopes to have that situation cleared up in the next few minutes or so, but as you can imagine, the residual traffic and blockage continues this afternoon. First alert traffic on Hawaii News Now. Sounds good, Jonathan. Thank you very much. In national news, before heading back to Washington today, President Biden met with the nine NATO countries closest to Russia. This comes as the war in Ukraine drags into a second year. Drew Petchamol has more. Mark, the president's trip was aimed at sending a message to Russia, reassuring Ukraine and other allies and rallying international support. President Biden boarded Air Force One Wednesday, ending a dramatic trip where he visited a war zone and met with key NATO allies in the escalating confrontation with Russia. Today, as we approach the uh, one-year anniversary of Russia's further invasion, it's even more important that we continue to stand together. 
President Biden also reacting to Russia's announcement. It will suspend its participation in a nuclear arms treaty with the U.S. that limits the number of warheads the two countries can deploy. Meanwhile, China's top diplomat in Moscow today amid concerns from U.S. officials about China increasing its support for the Russian war effort. The only real question is whether they're prepared to give lethal uh, military support. My hunch is they'll do it. The meeting comes on the heels of what U.S. officials tell NBC News was a recent intercontinental ballistic missile test by Russia, which officials say failed and was considered routine and not a threat to the U.S. Back in Washington, a bipartisan group of lawmakers is pushing for the U.S. to supply Ukraine with F-16 fighter jets or similar warplanes. And there have been calls by some far-right Republicans to end support for Ukraine. I think that the opposition in Congress can be overstated, you know, because 11 fringe members of the far, far right put out a resolution uh, talking about ending this conflict or our funding for this conflict. For now, there is bipartisan consensus on Capitol Hill that the U.S. should continue helping Ukraine fight off the Russian invasion. Also happening today on Capitol Hill, Republican members of the House Oversight Committee requesting more information about the more than $100 billion in aid the U.S. has sent to Ukraine is another sign of that vocal minority within the GOP that's skeptical of further support for Ukraine. Reporting from Washington, I'm Drew Petromo, Hawaii News Now. The Pentagon has released an image taken by a U.S. pilot showing the Chinese spy balloon. The photo shows a clear image of the balloon's payload as it crossed across the U.S. The balloon was first spotted on January 28th and shot down a week later off the coast of South Carolina. Ahead on First at Four, a special tribute for a fallen Maui firefighter all the way across the country. How Trey Evans Dumaran is being honored. Out. And also coming up, snow day to shorten vacations. And which hotel coast charges triple Waikiki? I'll have that for you. The Dow fell 84, the NASDAQ rose. You're getting your news first at four. I'll be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Welcome back. Honolulu Ocean Safety promoted four lifeguards to lieutenant today, among them the first woman to attain the role in the division's history. Chelsea Kahalepaole-Bizik has worked the lifeguard towers in East Honolulu since joining Ocean Safety in 2011. The Kailua native will serve on the windward side. There's a lot of other women who could have been doing this as well and, you know, that deserve to be doing this as well. And um, I just, I'm, I'm really happy to, to be a part of this and to be able to help and, and just continue my um, career with Ocean Safety. Today's promotions come as Ocean Safety moves to extend at lifeguard service hours. The new mobile responders will work from 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Honoring fallen heroes one step at a time, a nationally known nonprofit recently paid tribute to Maui firefighter Trey Evans Dumaran, who died earlier this month while responding to floods in Kihei. Jim Mendoza has the story. As Hawaii mourns the loss of Maui firefighter Trey Evans Dumaran, Four time zones away from the 50th state, a New Jersey teenager carried his photograph while she ran one mile in his honor. And I'm sending hule and aloha to his ohana. It's extremely sad, you know, the way he went out, of course, and my heart goes out to the family. And, um, you know, I'm very happy that I was able to honor him, though. 
Morgan Bland is one of the youth runners who represents the nonprofit organization Running for Heroes. Accompanied by firefighters from her hometown, she carried a flag as she ran, a symbol of Evans Dumaran's sacrifice. I love seeing more kids step in and do these miles. Running for Heroes was founded in 2019 by Florida youth Zachariah Cartledge and his family. He has run most of the miles that have paid tribute to more than 1,400 first responders who lost their lives in the line of duty. Every single story continues to inspire me more to uh, run for them. It continues to help me support them. And I feel safe knowing that we have people like first responders who are willing to give their own life to protect their community, to protect people they don't even know. Running for Heroes does more than run. It has also donated hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants to injured first responders and to the families of those who died while protecting their communities. And it recently opened a tribute hall near Orlando, Florida that contains a memorial wall for the fallen. It's that place where, you know, families, when they come to Orlando, Florida, there's one more place they can now come to to see that their hero is not being forgotten. Evans Dumaran's photograph will be added to the Wall of Honor. The flag that Morgan carried and a note that she wrote were sent to his family on Maui. I feel extremely sad uh, for his family, and I hope they're doing well. She says she thought of Evans Dumaran throughout her one-mile tribute run. It was her way to say aloha. I'm Jim Mendoza for Hawaii News Now. More news ahead, but first a look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. As rail construction continues in Kalihi, area businesses are taking their operations elsewhere. Who's moving out of the neighborhood? Plus, former Department of Hawaiian Homelands Chair Kali Watson is tapped to lead the department once again. More on the governor's latest nominee. And Musabees takes center stage on the latest edition of Chief Beats. Guy has that at 4.30. We'll talk business with Howard in two minutes. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. Your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And HMAA, we're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.